Evening. We mentioned a couple of weeks ago um, different Muratirim that that people sometimes use scenarios that they find themselves in. Um, a third one which I missed. I mean, I've come across it many times. I forgot to mention it, and then I came across it again this week, and I thought, oh. Missed that one in the shir. Um There was a grandfather. Just trying to think if anyone here knows anyone involved. I don't think so. Um, there was a grandfather who gave an amount of money, let's say it was £5,000, for each grandchild. Now, I don't know whether it was put into a bank accounts in the grandchild's name, although I doubt it because at the time they were probably quite young um, so let's say he gave it to the father, for the father to keep for the grandchild, for the grandson so you've got I don't know if it's respectful to say bearing in mind what I'm about to say about Yitzchak but it doesn't quite do in a shul but um Avon, Ishmael, and Yaakov. Um, excuse my French. And uh, there are various different issues in this mishpacha, um, of which this is a simon, not a sibba. But over the years there have been various different machleksim, various different falling out. And one of the things that happened during the course of the various different machleksim was the grandchildren discovered that their father, Ishmael, had used the money which their grandfather, Avon, had given for them. And one of the children of Ishmael, who things are the most contentious with at the moment, turns around to the person trying to broker some form of Sholem in the Mishmacha between Ishmael and his children, and says, so Yaakov in the story turns around and says, listen, nothing starts till he gives me back my 5,000 pounds, and I've calculated the interest it would have generated had he not taken it out of the bank. If it went into a bank account, had he not taken it out of the bank, the interest would have come today to three and a half thousand pounds of interest so eight and a half thousand pounds if it really gives me back that money don't even begin to talk to me about all the different issues on the table I, I can have a discussion about Shalom with a father who's posh has stolen from me and, and this is what he's stolen so the Mafasha has called up to say that Ishmael is happy to give the money we'll give eight and a half, no problem But the Mephasha has a shayla, is he allowed to give eight and a half or is there a problem of ribbis? That's... Okay, that's what, that's, that's what going to be all part of the shayla, Rechaya. Now, so let's first hear from the Olam before I break it down and maybe add a little bit more color. That's all I heard. That is the shayla in its entirety. I haven't heard anything more than that. 
So you've now heard as much as I have heard. So do you know do you know who's the first person who asked me that China? Your father, I'm sure. Your father has a better interest rate that he could get than one of your sons. So he asked me, Is there anything wrong with putting my grandson's money into my bank account and giving him the interest that I can generate that's better than him? I don't think that's a breach of any confi- confidential information. I'm just saying same thing, same story. Same story, same thing. It's exactly the same as China. Basic China. If I take your money and put it into my bank account with the intention of giving you the interest it generates, is that a problem of ribbis or not? That's the shine. And it's only ribbis if the counts is the son, the grandson lending the money to the father. As opposed to? As opposed to the grandfather giving the money to the son and saying, do what you like with it, but make sure that the grandson gets it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but Yossi's asking if, the, if that was the, the Omar. I thought it meant something else. Okay, gone, as opposed to here. So you were giving one alternative, but there's another alternative. Because, because, first of all, that's, that changed it from Daraisa to Abonam, but you're right, it's Osa. The reason it's Osa is because there's money outstanding, and you're charging for the money outstanding. Right? It's not deemed as a loan Daraisa. If, for example, there's outstanding rent, which hasn't come in, and it's outstanding, and now you send him an invoice saying, this much is outstanding, this is a chayv you owe me, that could be what's called zokvalov b'muva, where you might even be able to change it to now a deiraisa. It's a shayla, and the makor of that shayla starts in hilcha shmitzah, the gabi puzzle, and the mishnah, and whatever. That's... What's in? So, so okay, but again, you don't need to come on to, to that ha'ara. It's an interesting ha'ara. I think we've mentioned before that, remarkably, halacha does not seem to recognize the concept of inflation. Halacha seems to recognize that whatever there's the currency in that country, the currency doesn't change. Everything else changes with regard to it, right? Which is doesn't fit very well with the world we're living in right now. Right, but, but, um, whatever, but, but, to come to, to the Shiloh itself, let's just nip the Shiloh in the bud before we spend too much time on, on this Shiloh. This Shiloh is not a problem. And the reason why it's not a problem, and the reason why it's different from the other way around, which is where I borrow money from the bank for you, because I can, let's say, get a lower interest rate than you can get. So I'm doing you a tova. And there you're not allowed to pay back the interest to me to give to the bank or directly to the bank. You're not allowed. So what's the difference one way than the other way? And the fundamental point, and this is the point which I thought you were referring to, is when the grandfather says to his grandson, you know, I get a high rate than you, if you want, you can put your money into my bank account. So I answered your father, as long as it's explained between you and your grandson that A, you're not allowed to use that money. That, that's what I'm saying. I told your father, you're not allowed to use, that means if let's say he's giving you a thousand pound, I didn't know, I don't know what the figure was, if he's in your thousand pound, you make sure there's always a thousand pound in your account that you're not using his money, and B 
you are not liable for his money. That means it shouldn't ever be relevant because it's sitting in the bank. But but is a tam shahi, right? If the bank collapses or whatever it is, you are not a lover on his money. This is the point I thought you were saying before. When he gives the money to you to lend on his behalf. You're not borrowing that money and lending that money on. You are now. You can't really call it even a shomer because the shomer is on the chayfets, and here you're not. There's no money. There's no chayfets. The money's been lent on. You are a shliach of his to lend the money to the bank with no liability whatsoever, and that is the fundamental point. The other way around is not the case. If the bank lends me money and I lend it on to you, I'm personally liable to the bank. Unless I tell the bank, oh, by the way, I'm borrowing money, I'm not liable as Yanko, in which case they'll say they're not lending, let Yanko borrow the money himself, let him try. Or let maybe he'll get a different rate, whatever it is, right? So there, I'm liable. I'm the one that comes to, I'm the one that lending. Sometimes, daf me, sometimes not, but it's irrelevant. I am personally liable. And then, when I lend it on, that person's liable to me. So there's two separate halvars. Even though we look at it as, I'm borrowing for you, and I stand nothing to personally gain. I only lose because I borrowed, it might affect how much more I could borrow, whatever. Tachis, because I'm borrowing and I'm lending on, it's a problem. Mashaykin here is the opposite. I'm not borrowing. I'm taking your money without achrais, I'm not using your money. If I would use your money, I'd be borrowing. I'm not using your money. I'm not allowed to use your money. I'm putting in the bank, I'm depositing in the bank. Bank think it's me, so they're giving me a higher rate. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm giving, putting it in. Shalom money saw. Right, so this way round is not is not a problem. Okay, so so again, if the grandfather would say puts it in the grandson's account, that would be posh. It would be for the right. yeah. Posh, again, it, it all depends on the case. But Pashtus, the understanding in this particular story was it's for the grandsons. Belongs to grandsons. It belongs to it's them. You hold it for them and give it to them. I don't even know if you gave an age when you should give it to them. But this is, I'm giving money for each grandchild. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if you can open an account for a minor in that way. I mean, it maybe depends what age. I'm not sure. I don't know. Again, maybe you can, maybe you can't. I, mean, I think I've got something. I don't know how easy it is to open a, an account for young children, uh, whatever age. Okay. Okay. But, but, but the fact that you can do it doesn't mean if you don't do it that way that you haven't taken the money for the child. No, that's an exact way. It is quite clear that this is child's money. Okay. The father has a benefit out of this. Is that the kind of problem? Let's say the fact that he's got money in the bank on his name. The bank looks at it. There's some assets there. They might be so again is that a problem again analyze what do we need to know whether we before we decide if it's a problem or not no you define you told me about a benefit in kind but for a benefit in kind to be a problem what do you need no you, you, you need a halva to have a side benefit when as a result of borrowing money can be a problem depending on what circumstance. There's no halva. This is the same as if you're going on holiday and you park your fancy car in my drive and you ask me to look after it and keep an eye on it. And whether you ask me to drive it around the block once a week or you ask me just to keep it in my drive and I keep it in my drive. Now, 
Uh, you know, I call people around for meetings, they see, oh, he's got a nice car, and because of that, they lend me money. Is there any problem with rivers? It's not a wabachal. That's a good shayla. But can you become a shayla sacha on money that's not ba'en? There's no money here. There's no, there's no khifats. It's lent. It's all in the banking system. Like we've said a number of times before, we need to calibrate how we look at the world that we live in today, where there's no khifats most of the time. It's, it's, it's a transfer of numbers on computers, who, which bank owes what, which money, who's got credit, who doesn't have credit. There's no khifats. So it's not a shame by mamish, but chlaw, there's no khifats here. Good question, but the Chiyotiano is a double shiyeshi mamish because it's something tangible which you can walk into any shop with and give it over, and it acts as a currency. A credit card? No, you're not. You're not giving it to them to keep. They're using that. It's like a star, a check. We've discussed before. A check in England is a star. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that again, it has to be something physical to be called kasef. It's not. It's not physical. It's not, there's nothing but n. So in Kenyan Kesef, I'm about to see when we get back to Chua, if we get back to Chua today, that, 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 that Kenyan Kesef has a specific requirement of a passing over of something which is used and accepted locally as a currency. Right? In, in, in Russia, uh, 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 where cigarettes, you know, were traded, I'm talking about years ago, you know, it, it, it was barter. That wasn't currency. It was never money as such. Again, so then you can have Kenyan Khalipin. With barter. Kinnik Kesef is there something which has no intrinsic use itself other than its purchasing power. That's all you do with it. You hand it over, it's accepted everywhere, and that's why we differentiate between maybe a check in this country, back then, a check in which you saw how widely accepted by anyone and everyone. If I get it from you, can I give it to him? If I get it from you and I can't give it to him, it's not currency. Right? It says a check only. It's not currency, because I can't go and use it anywhere I want. Maybe some places I can push the boundaries, but it's not in the same way that a 50 pound note is. Right? So, so in Eretz Yisrael, there was a shiner a number of years ago where the dollars in Eretz Yisrael are called tiva. Are they called currency? Because many things, the rent was all in dollars, you know, a number of years ago. And, and many shops you could walk in with dollars and buy it. Could you buy a falafel with dollars? Right? So it maybe depended. And so at what stage is it called momen? What stage is it not called momen? Right, that's all within the shaylas here. But here, there's no, there's no chayvah. It's, it's a chayv which now is in the bank. And he gets a benefit from it. So he gets a benefit from it. If he's not a chay, it cannot be ribbus. No, they want it. They got paid in dollars. You paid in dollars. Rent was paid in dollars. Because the shekel was so volatile, so they didn't want shkalim. No, because when they put it onto their mattress, by the time they take it out, it may be worth less. Right, so... Oh. No. There was no expectation that he'd invested. He was, he was asked to put it in the bank. He put it in, he put it in the bank. So on that, he was asked to put it in the bank. So as he put it in the bank, it would have generated income from the interest. No, no, no. I think I think everyone understood that if this five thousand pound belongs to the son and you put it into the bank, 
then the, the, the interest it generates will belong to the son. I think that that's understood. Sorry? Grandson, sorry, yeah. That's now the shadow we're getting to. So let's, let's first, and this is why, why I'm bringing it up here, apart from this interesting shadow, is because I believe that before you can answer the shadow, you first have to understand the psychology involved in the players. I, I don't know if there was any mention of at 18. I don't know at what stage the money was meant to be passed. I know that very often that is the, Default line in 18, a lot of trusts are only when the youngest grandson reaches 18 or whatever it is. I don't think it was that complicated here. You know, here I'm giving 5,000 put in the bank for Ruben. Right? Right. 100%. It can't be. There's no hope right. So now, that, 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 let's go back a step. We need to understand the options of what was going on in Ishmael's mind when he used this money. And that's why I'm bringing in the context of you know, a couple of years ago. <coughs> I'll give you three options. In my experience, and if you've got a fourth, then feel free to add. Option number one, Nothing. Nothing was going on in his mind. <laughs> Sorry? Well, I'm asking, I'm giving you three options of what was going on in Yeshua's mind when he used that money. Option number one, nothing. He had no machshavas, no lambdas, don't credit him with more uh, machshava than he has, and nothing. In which case we need to analyze it. What does that mean? Option number two is he Intended, sorry, there are four options. Option number two, he intended to steal it. He intended to steal it, maybe he thought that the grandsons would never know the money was there, and he intended to steal it for himself and have a good day. Option number three, he intended to borrow it and put it back. Right now, they don't need it, you know, how much money is it going to make in interest in the next six months? I'm just borrowing for six months, I've just got a temporary cash flow problem. And before anyone knows it, it won't, won't bother anyone, no one has to know, it won't tell my wife, I'll borrow it, we'll put it back, Sean Wani saw. If he will, if he won't, will anyone even notice that there'll be interest over six months, how much interest is it? I don't know, good kasha. Within that, yes or yes, right? Option number four, he's a London. He's a London and he's decided that there are things which I'm paying for to my children which I'm not mukhuyav al pidin to pay towards my children. And therefore I'm entitled to take this money because my father never said it's for grandchildren for anything specific. So using it for the grandchildren isn't considered geneva. I wouldn't do geneva, but, but I wouldn't steal for my children. But using it for the children is for the children. And here I'm spending money on, 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 on uh, uh, art therapy, on, on swimming lessons where I might have a here. It's probably a bad example of swimming lessons. Yeah. I punked. But, but, what? Piano, Piano lessons. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, however, this child's been driving me mad to go to a football club. It costs money. I don't know. You know what? So, so I'm, I can easily, when I do my accounts at the end of the year, you know, in, in, in green, red, Geneva, etc. I can easily find a way to offset, you know, in, in the losses and whatever. I paid way above what I'm to pay, you know. Lemudi Kodesh for my daughter. Whatever, loads of different ways that uh, uh, Maria Tehim, whatever it is. 
And that was going on in his mind. Now, those four options are all on the table. And if I told you I haven't seen any of them, I'd be lying. Right? I've seen all of those four options in different scenarios and different cases. Right? Now, if you ask me which of those four options is the most common, what would I say? Uh, no, number three. Number three. I'm just borrowing for a bit. I'm going to put it back. No, no, there's no harm. It's, it's, it's all good. The amount of dinatoria that we've had over the years of people who, who mummers just thought they were dipping in and they're going to put it back. It's just a short-term cash flow problem. And then, uh, now we've had one where that short-term cash flow problem is caused from an addiction to gambling. That's a whole different story. Right? That, that, that's a different story. But I'm sorry, even a person with a normal healthy business who right now punks is going through a bit of a blip. It's called the 80s, 90s, whatever, and, and, and you know, and, and, and it goes on and on and on, and he never gets to put it back, and before you know it, he's done the same from other accounts, and borrowed, and he doesn't even remember anymore, he's borrowed, but never, okay. But, at the, again, if you're asking in, in the mind, uh, um, that is, in my, in my experience, that is probably the most common of those four. When, in such as interior, when that comes out, uh, yeah, there's no, the, the dinteria is because not, they haven't been able to speak. Not so much the grand, you're trying, in that scenario, I'm sorry. The dinteria is when they haven't been able to speak to each other for I don't know how long. So they don't even know how much they're arguing on, how much they're fighting on, how much they agree on. And Yenna just looks at him as a gunner who I'm wasting my time talking to outside Bezin because I'm not going to get anywhere. I need to drag him to Bezin, I need to, and then when he gets to Bezin, all of a sudden, sometimes he says, I'm asking. I'm asking. I just don't have the money to pay right now. I have I've been avoiding you because you've never been prepared to have a normal, sensitive conversation where we, I, I just explained to you I'm not justifying it I'm not a tzaddik I'm just telling you what happened this is what happened was I wrong yes now with hindsight the cold light of day you can look at it and see how could you do such a thing but in the real world everybody does it I'm just just boring oh so now let's go through each of these four and understand. Now, now, again, we don't have necessarily always the hindsight to, A, find out what Mashal was at the time, either because people don't remember, or because they're not alive, or because now memory is, is an amazing thing. It, it, it has an ability to help us remember a history that's much easier to cope with than the real history. So it will forget little points, which might make enough come in it, and it will play back to us the parts that sit better on our conscience. So, Sometimes when, when people, I, I, I've done, I've had this in mediation where, where, where I've lived through years of different people's ups and downs and more embarrassing scenarios, less embarrassing scenarios, and then when they play back the version and you look at them, you can't, you can say it to Yana, you can't say it to me. I, I was there. I know what happened. I'll play back to you what happened. Ah, Taka, wow. Yeah, yeah, ooh, yeah. Not my best moment, yeah. You know, that's the way we are. We're all like that, we, we, you know, to different extents. Some of us are more brutally honest with ourselves than others, but, so it's very hard in a dentaria now to work out what was Mahshava, especially as some of you are saying, and is Takla case. Sometimes, no, don't credit him with Mahshava, right? Uh, no I've got money there, but, well, well, was it his account? Was, oh, was that Takla's account? Oh, it could be. It's a gate, it's a gate. You know, as long as everything goes and everything's okay, no one doesn't borrow a bit from here, pay back there. You know, ask accountants who've gone into family businesses uh, how often they see this uh, kind of thing with no marshal, mamash. There's just, you know, one day we're going to sit down, we're going to bow. I know that there's 
been a lot of intercompany loans, etc., etc. I've dealt with Savos, there have been chalukas of companies between children, without the father remembering the debts, intercompany loans between the children, which made no sense from a commercial point of view, because it was all my pockets, so... Accountants make me have different things called companies and you protect, ring fence that project with this SPV and that SPV and other SPV. Meanwhile, it works for me right now. I need a bit of cash there, so I'll borrow from that one to pay that one's mortgage and that one. Someone, someone, Nebuchadnezzar is an accountant, but once he comes in and racks his head trying to make it, you know, heads or tails of the whole thing and make it presentable, semi-presentable, that's all fine when no one's questioning anything. But when you do a chalukah, and this guy's ended up with a, a company which has got loans which make no sense on paper between other companies which are owned by his brothers and sisters and, 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 and therefore yes the assets might be the same but once you take off the loans and what's money's owed and whatever, a complete disparity between no shaykhahs between the two but no one's stopped to look at the final accounts <laughs> that's what we do for the goyim you know, the accounts and stuff. so it, you know it, it can be it can be a real real mess in, in Hanhaga, and I'm talking about there, I'm talking about people who are not Ganavim. Because at the moment, Kozman, it's all theirs. They can do what they, Kataka do what they like. It's all theirs, it doesn't make, yes, accounting wise, you have to make heads or tails of it, but there's no one else involved, so what's the problem? Now, where that line gets blurred, and this is to come back to what I was saying was the third Mariheta, where that line gets blurred is when they're not all mummish the same. All those companies. Because yes, you might be in charge of them all, and the net beneficiary might be Mishpachas X, which is the person's Mishpacha. But some might actually be in his name and his wife's name, and some might be in the children's name, and some might be in whoever's name. And someone somewhere might know whether the ones which are in the children's name, does that mean they actually belong to the children? Or do they not really belong to the children? They're just it's in their name because it's more efficient. So then all of a sudden that can make nafkaminas in Geneva and in Ribis and in a whole bunch of different things. Right? So, for example... I, I once came across a case where a person had stop me if I mentioned this in the shir, um one of the last shir, I might have mentioned this where a grandfather similar to this case not the same a grandfather had given over a large amount of money for his grandchildren to purchase properties did we discuss this here at all? huh? pardon me stop me if, if, if uh, and you know for sure the that went into by to invest in properties in the meanwhile while the kids were growing up and whatever, whatever. Then the first one ready to buy a property, so he sells off property here. Did we discuss this here? Sells off a property there, yeah? Well, some of you looking quite blank. Sells off a property uh, there to buy a house for the oldest child, right? So then the next child gets married and comes out. So he sells off another property to buy for the next child. But in the meanwhile the income that's being produced on all these properties he's using for all of the kids to fund the mishpacha as a whole. Right? Now, now you come with Yossi's question. In the interim period, whose money is this trust or company, whatever, however it's structured, however it's set up, whose is it right now? Right now, whose is it? If you tell me right now it belongs to the father, and he's meant to do with it for the greater good of the kids. He could do what he likes. He could do what he likes. If the father, therefore, were to have creditors come along, they can take those properties. Because it's his money. Unless you're going to create a discretionary trust that never was created before, but that's kind of what was meant to be there. Are you all following? 
In other words, where it was not his for himself, it was his for the Enikluch, but he could decide, he had the discretion to decide who gets what. Ulai. Ulai for Ulai. That wouldn't allow him to take for himself, by the way. Only, yeah. Um, but if, if, but at some, he would be asked, are your creditors entitled to him? He'd say, no, it doesn't belong to him, it belongs to the children. So what are you? You're an apotropos, you're a trustee. So you're no different, different than if I be a trustee. If I be a trustee this money, once one child has taken their chilek out from the pot, how can they still keep getting income from the pot? That income belongs to other children. Imagine if you would have bought properties for all the children to live in, and until they live in it, it's rented out. Who would get the rental on those properties? Each child on their property would sit there in a bank account accruing until they're ready to collect. Because if it belongs to them, if each house belongs to that child, they don't have to know about it, but you've been claiming it for them, it belongs to them, and the tax returns, it's theirs, it's theirs, it's not mine. Meaning, the proof of the pudding would be, if this would come to the interior, and the, and, and the father's creditors would say, you've got these properties in your kid's name, they're really yours, and you say, no, no, they're not mine. This belongs to Yankee, and this belongs to Beryl, and this belongs to Sarah. They're not mine. They're theirs, they're in their name, and they belong to them. That's what he'd say. And you'd have a very hard time being see from that, because on paper it would be in their name, and it belongs to them. But then if that is the case, of course the rent from each one is for that child. But what hetter would the father have? If he was coining it for them, what hetter would he have to use that money for their sibling? He'd have to go and ask the children. But that discussion never happens because the children don't know any of this. And no one actually knows any of this. So the father is doing his own thing. No cheshem mechlal. Define do it properly. That means he puts it in their name. I'm talking. If it's discretionary. But what happens if it's not discretionary? What happens if it's on their tax returns? So I'm, so I'm saying, I've come across scenarios where it's on the, 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 the influx tax returns. Um, you know, they're showing these companies, etc., etc., and it's theirs. And, and the father will say it's theirs. And if creditors will come to the father, they say it's not my money. It's not mine, it's theirs. Where's it from? It's from their grandfather. If he wants to charge management fee. Yeah, but no, he hasn't sat down and made a cheshun. What am I entitled to for management fee? Uh, that's how much I'm taking it. There's no cheshun at all. Maybe. 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 But, but again, this is a classic scenario where in Bezma we try to analyze how does that happen it's very simple. It happens because no one's asking any questions. No one's involved. There's one person, and it's a gate. It goes, it goes. It's for the greater good. No one's, no one's stopping to ask or, or do it. For whom? I understand what you're saying. We once we once had the chuva, we're going back now 
13 years approximately, give or take, um, where we had a tshuva, which I think some of you all remember, where there was a tshuva Negus Moshe, and I think it originated from Dying Grosnas, if I remember correctly, from here in England, where a person had given a large amount of money to put in the bank. Well, he'd been given a large amount of money to look after for... Um, for the almona. No, he was, no, he was given a large amount of money. He was saying, he was told, give this amount to my almona and the rest of the kids or something like that. I don't know, it was a long time ago we saw this. And what he did is, in the meanwhile, he put it in the bank. And those days, like maybe we're returning to, you could make money on interest in the bank. And he made a lot of money because it was a long time until this person was nifter. And, and, what he said was, I was told to give, I think it was £25,000, but this was, I think, a chua from the 70s or something. Um, I was told to give £25,000 to the Almona and the rest of the kids, so that's what I did. But no, nobody said that in the meanwhile, I could have put it all in my safe. So instead of that, I chose to invest it myself. Is that like you're saying? Yeah. Right? And there, Ramesha said something which... which um, I found a big chiddush at the time, and thinking about it, I still find a chiddush, but not for the reasons that you're saying, is when Moshe said that when you give someone money, what do you want him as a shamer to do with that money? So normally we would say, I don't want him to speculate with that money. I don't want to speculate with that money because I don't want the risk. So therefore I want him to keep it in the safe, if he's got a safe, or somewhere, somewhere safe. But here, says Moshe, since nowadays we have a banking industry where you can put the money in the bank and it will be safe but it would yeah so anon sadi that's poshut if somebody gives you a large amount of money to hold on for a period of time it's poshut he wants you to put it in the bank where not only is it safer than it is in your house but there's also income it's going to generate it's poshut that that's what he wants you to do and 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 and, and that that's his instruction now the reason I personally am not so sure it's a posh is because when some people have a large amount of money they loved after wanting to give it into a bank. Right? And, 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 and second of all, if he wants to get in the bank, why don't he put it there himself? It's not, you know, he didn't put it in the bank, he gave it to you. So to say, uh, Anon Saadi, that that was his kavana, that he wanted it to go into the bank is, is a, a big chiddush. Therefore, since you never said, no, 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 the other way around. If he didn't, yeah, you're going to have a hard time making him pay money. But when he did, says with Moshe, Anasadi, you're doing it for the beneficiaries. So we've discussed this before. What was his kavana? Was his kavana to steal it and make money? Or was his kavana to invest it for them? But if things go wrong, I'm going to be a because I was pushing in, in why I invested. Okay, so come back to this shiner now with the with the grandson because it's similar, right? Let's say the grandson, the grandfather has said, "This is the amount of money you give. You know, this is my money. I'm, I want to give you this money for your, for each grandchild. I'm giving you this money for each grandchild, which means Pashas, you're taking it for each grandchild. I don't know whether he told him to put it in the bank or not. Let's say he told him to put it in the bank. Let's keep the shiner easy. Told him to put it in the bank. 
So again, you could still argue, okay, but does that mean that the interest belongs to them? Pashas, then that's what he means. You're, 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 you're claiming for them, and then the interest will be theirs. So now, let's go through quickly the little bit of time we have left. The, the, Mars called Pasha 21. So now, when he puts it, when, when he chooses to use it himself, go through the four options. Option number one, he doesn't think. What does that mean? In halacha, what does that mean? No, not Mitzvah If we know that's what happened. He didn't, he gave it no thought. What does that mean? Is it Ganav? If you go with the Mahalach, that when he, he took it, he was coning it for his grandchild, Yaakov. So now when he chooses to use it with no Machshava, he's no different than if I would put my hand into your wallet and take money with no Machshava. You don't need Machshava to be Ganav. Right? You're Ganav. Okay. So then we have a Shaila in Hilfus Ribus. If a person steals, and now when he pays back, he wants to pay back with the damage he's caused with the interest, is that a problem or not? Park that Shaila. Shaila number one. Scenario number two. What do we say his Kavana was? He was a Ganav. So that would be the same as Shaila number one. Shaila number three is he borrows it with the intention of paying it back. Sorry? Correct. So, so this would be, ironically, ironically, this is where someone says he's doing a halvor. He says he's doing a halvor. If you'd ask him, say, I'm just, I'm just borrowing it. If he's doing a halvor, which is what he's saying he's doing, then there'll be a problem to pay back the interest. It won't be kutsutsu because it wasn't fixed. Unless in his mind he says, and I'm going to pay it back with whatever interest was missing, which would be rivers kutsutsu. And we're going to be makel, if the halacha is by Ghana, if you're allowed to pay interest, we're going to make them say no, because even though you, you say you're doing halvah, it's not really halvah, it's really geneva. And we're going to make them say no, it's, therefore it's, it's geneva, and therefore if you're not allowed to pay uh, rivers on geneva, then you're allowed to pay rivers, which is quite ironic. That, that he thinks he's doing something which is okay, which is halvah, but then there'll be a problem of ribis. Instead we're saying no, you weren't doing something okay, you're doing something which is a isa geneva, but then you might not have a problem with ribis. Would the, would the grandfather, including that discussion, allow him to borrow himself and pay it back later? Depends on... Forget him pay more. Let's say even... He's not going to... There's no interest you made in the bank in any case. But would it be understood that you're allowed to borrow it, use it yourself and pay it back? Some interesting shiner. Grandfather gives his, his son money and says, take this to your place. Right? Are you allowed to borrow it, use it, and, and pay it back without speaking to the grandchild or the grandfather? Interesting, Shaila. I think it depends a little bit on, on... If the grandfather said, I want to give you 10,000 pounds each of my kids when they get married, and I'm a very old man now, I, don't, I won't be able to get married, so here's 100,000 pounds you've got 10 kids. And make sure when they get married, you need 10,000 pounds. So Does he want to put it in the safe? Or so I, 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 I hear you saying I don't know if there's a black on my answer but I think it will probably depend on the financial stability of the son at that time if the son was a very wealthy man at the time then it could be that the grandfather is not, not that bothered if his son uses the money or doesn't use the money because he's got no worry that, that the son can take it from elsewhere and it doesn't have to be the notes that I left you know that's not, that's not the Nakuda right or if the son is, you know, a bit strapped for cash and whatever, then no, he probably doesn't want him to use that money. By the way, we've had a similar shaila many years ago. If you're going to Eretz Yisrael, 
And the person says, oh, can you give this uh, 200 pounds to my son in me? And he gives you 450 pound notes. Open, 450 pound notes. Are you allowed to use that money or not allowed to use that money? You're going to, you put now, run out of cash in duty free and you're, it's not accepting your cards for whatever reason. And you go, you're going to have cash on the other end, you'll take out your tail, whatever it is, and give it to them then. You're allowed to use the money or not allowed to use the money? So again, does it depend on what you know, or does it depend on what the person who's giving it to you knows? You have. Or thinks he knows, you have. Understand? Now, does he give you a shush? The Gemara actually says that when you give someone Moist Surin, there's a difference between Moist Surin and Moishenot Surin. If a person gives you money tied up, or nowadays sealed in an envelope, he does not want you opening the envelope and using the cash, and I'm going to replace it and get to the other side. Sorry? I didn't, no. I'm talking about why it's not an envelope. But from the Gemara, it's much. If you give money that's open, if he gives it to you open, and he doesn't bother tying it up, it's because he doesn't mind you using it, and you can... Now, whether that's the same nowadays or not, I don't know. It's, it, it could well be that, that people would say the same concept. Why, LMI, you'd say, no, why is he not giving it to your envelope sealed? Because you need to know how much money you're taking. Right? You don't get caught and in trouble. Yeah, are you announced? I think that's a different shiner. Because there, it's not sure he's in any way being exposed to the, the risk that you might not be able to pay it back. You're just swapping. No, no, no risk, but that's not, it's a big problem. I mean, it's, it's a Now, what did we learn as a result of that, if you remember? Just a tip for shlichus. So, exactly. The Gemara says that if you're allowed to use the money, then the facility that you're allowed to use it is enough to upgrade you from Shemichinam to Shemichinam, and then you'll be liable if you get stolen. Not stolen through Pshia. Right? Stolen. Yeah, again. Oh, very good, very good. Uh, the difference between the Rebbe answering on a short jacket, long jacket, if it gets stolen from your back pocket. Very good. Upon him, come back to our Shaila. The fourth sad in the Shaila was that what? Is that he's a London and he's wearing a hetzer because he's saying that I'm spending this money on you, that I'm not looking to spend on you, etc., etc. I don't know. Could be. It's not, it's, it's, then, then it would depend on exactly what Loshan the grandfather used to do. The grandfather said, this is for the kids. Novos, you have a Shaila that, is it your right to use their money for them? In other words, yes, someone wants to go to football camp. But if you tell him I'm taking it out of your money in the bank, he might not want to go to football camp. He wants to go to football camp and he wants you to pay. That's what he wants, right? So, so does it mean that, that if he's got money stashed somewhere that he doesn't even know about, but you've been cleaner for him? All of this is that, that you've been cleaner for him, otherwise the shadow doesn't begin like you said before. So you've been cleaner for him. He wants this thing now. Are you allowed to spend his money on, for him because you're spending things you're not mukhayyib to spend? So Pashtas, even though all four of these sound different, Pashtas, all of them are going to end up being Geneva. They might be, sorry? And therefore, this is brought down that, that Be'etzem, it's a nidden in Achreinim, ever, Brisu the Paskans, that Be'etzem, that's Riyaka Bloy. Now Be'etzem, you're allowed to, you're not Mukhuyiv to, not Mukhuyiv to, because like we say, it's Gorma and whatever it is, but you're allowed to, if the person wants to pay, he's allowed to pay the interest that's been, that, that would, they would have generated, for the simple reason that effectively I'm not paying him interest because he lent me money. I'm paying him the, the grommer of Hezek that I caused him, which even though I'm not Chaim Bidin Odom, maybe Chaim Bidin Shemaim, lots of these Shemaim is also to pay lots of these Shemaim, grommer that a person causes. I'm paying for the damage that I caused. 
so uh, I'm not giving because he lent me money. He didn't lend me money. I stole and I feel bad. So I'm, I'm making up forever. Um, but in Bezna you wouldn't be able to mechaev him. Just to be clear. You wouldn't even be able to mechaev him inflation. I have a close relative of mine who, who was ripped off once by a shutuf many, many years ago. Walked away with everything. And then decades, decades later, I'm talking about 40 years later, came back to pay back what he stole. Pay back what he stole in, in, in the figures of what it was. Well, <laughs> he couldn't find Hapani, but whatever, in, in what it was, it's a joke. Uh, you can't even hire more, like we said, because Allah doesn't recognize the inflation side. Which is. Also, ask a very good child. Can, can Bechalal, uh, again, but why do you ask the child the other way around? If a, if a child has a, a, a bank account, right? How he got their money. Chobetz Chaim says if a child washes cars for five pounds, there's a mitzvah to erase it to pay him on time. And if you don't, you're even a love, even though he's a cotton. It's his money, he's entitled, he's worked for it, it's his money. Then you've got a separate child, a mice your dime of a cotton, whether it belongs to a father or not. Let's say a father's mavata. Right? So, fine, whatever. So you, you, you can have cases where a child's got money in their bank account, that's theirs. Right? And now they say to you, um, can you take that money and buy me whatever? So is that sad that you're not allowed to take that money because he hasn't got to ask? He's, He's, he's telling you to do this with his money. Well, that, that's okay. That, 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 again, that, uh, dialing back a little bit on this fourth one, the worry is it will depend on what was exactly the nusach used. If it's for the child, you know, for the benefit of the child, so, you know, if the father uses that in, 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 in to make the, you know, in money he pays over for nothing. Is that a problem? Yeah, it's not clear. We run out of time here. And the trouble is, if you're kind of for him, it's going to depend on the nusuf. If you're kind of for him, once it's his, do you still have that discretion to use it without his rishus for something that, if you'd ask him, he would say no? That's what I'm saying. What we can hear clearly in this Shaila is there's enough grey areas to understand where things could go wrong in such a situation. Sure.